0: are about to be blessed. Uh, This this is a young man, uh, Brother Caleb, uh, that I've known, probably a great part of his life. (laughs) Uh, He he grew up in the same church that I came from, Pentecostal Temple, in the grand old Church of God in Christ. Uh, At the time that he he was there, my brother, is still a pastor, y'all know Pastor William Anderson, and uh, watched he and his entire family uh, just grow up and uh, they're serving, uh, there are still. And, but now he's uh, married, he's a newlywed too. Right, is it 11 months, right? 11 months till Kiyashi, stand up, Kiyashi, stand up everybody, see who you are. Hallelujah, they, they say behind every good man is a good woman, uh, but normally really is beside. You, gotta, you need them beside you, yeah. amen, and so I'm blessed and he's blessed too to have a wonderful wife sitting next to him and partnering with him in ministry and that's important, that's so extremely important to have uh, your wife uh, on board with you and I'm sure he appreciates that. And uh, so it's pastor the church, current church here in St. Petersburg and th- they've been around six months now and uh, so we're happy. There's room for many churches in St. Petersburg. There's room, because there's a lot of them we need to just go ahead and shut down and keep them shut Just close them down, give your building up to somebody who's going to use it (laughs) And do something with it, amen Um, But he's an anointed young man Anointed young man, and I want you to really, really set your cups out Set your hearts out to receive, and uh, just let the Holy Ghost flow Don't hold them to any kind of form or format Just let the Holy Ghost flow and touch you right where you need it, amen? We all stand to your feet, please, and let's give a big, exceeding to Grace Christian Center. Welcome to Pastor Caleb Ash, as he comes.
1: Come on, lift your hands in the presence of the Lord. For the next few moments, would you begin to open your mouth and begin to worship him? The Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart does the mouth speak. Come on, open your mouth. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Jesus, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, 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 come on. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Come on, come on. Come on. Oh Holy Ghost. Oh, Holy Spirit, have your way. Come on. Oh na 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 Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Don't relent. Let him have it all. Come on. Don't relent. Give everything now. Come on, pour it all out. Pour it out on his feet now. Come on. Pour it out on his feet now. Come on. Oh! Oh! Come on, come on, come on. Oh na, yanana We're going to another level in the spirit tonight. Come on. Come on church. yo Holy Ghost, have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way, come on. Come on, we're pressing in. Come on, let's go. Oh shana say, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yep. Come on. Come on. There it is. There it is. Whoa. Huh. Don't wait to feel something. Just release it. Don't wait. You don't need a feeling. Release your sound to him. Come on. Ho. na, na, No. Ho. 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 Come on. Release your sound. Release a sound. Ho! Ho! Woo! Woo! Yes, Lord. Something's shifting. Something's breaking. Chains are falling. This is where freedom happens. This is when freedom takes place. Move, Holy Spirit! Move, Holy Spirit! Oh! Oh! Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Woo. Yep. Yes, Lord. How? Oh! There's a sound that only comes from his people. There's a sound that only comes from his people. And when he hears the sound, he hears faith. And when he hears the sound, he hears faith. Come on, release the sound. Oh! Oh. Oh. oh oh, na, na you nah na, na. Jesus Wow 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 Yep Wow Oh rapa Tana Shik oh Rapa Yata Oh Nana uh, So Woo. Yep Something Breaking in the spirit, something shaking in the spirit. Oh, na 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 na. Oh, ho oh, ho. And suddenly, ho oh, ho. And suddenly, and suddenly, and suddenly. Ho, oh, oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh. ho. Church, church, heaven moves at our sound. Heaven moves when we release a sound. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yep. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Just a little bit longer. Just a little bit longer. Come on. Woo! Oh! Oh! No, na no, na no, na no, na no, na! Yeah na na here. Listen, 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 listen. I was just telling Uncle John, and I call him Uncle John, so you gotta bear with me, I call But I, I'm just so happy to be here tonight, and I do believe the Lord is about to do something that we've never seen before, something that we've never experienced before. I was telling Uncle John in the back that I was before the Lord asking him what to share And I just kept hearing the Lord say, I want to do a new thing. I want to do a new, I want to move without restraint. And I know you do that here. I'm not saying it, but I'm, I'm, the Lord is saying like something new, like he wants to blow through in waves of glory. I got to pause real quick because my cousin is in the house. I love you, cousin. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. That's wow. Wow. Come on. I don't get to see my cousin Dicky a lot, but I love you. Oh my goodness. Wow. I don't know. I just yeah, wow. Thank you, Lord. But before we go, before we go, I gotta release this. I know you're working the camera. Oh, what's... Right here. Gigi, yes. Can you come? Jesus. Two things before I pray for you, the Lord's going to touch you in a mighty way right now. But two things. I feel the fear of God in this room. As Uncle John was up talking and ministering, and it's like it's crazy because every time Uncle John talks it's like he's ministering. He could just be saying, "All right, Caleb, meet me down here at the church." And <laughs> And I feel the Lord just coming through the phone. I'm like, oh, my goodness. But as Uncle John was ministering, I, I felt the fear of God literally come in the room. He, and it was like the Lord came upon me so strongly. And and in that moment, he reminded me of Revelations chapter 1. I believe it's verse 17. John is there. And this whole time, he had talked to the Lord he had heard the Lord's voice but it was when he locked eyes with him that the Bible says that he fell over as if he was dead and you know why it was because he was looking at the manifest glory of God the Bible says in Colossians chapter 2 that it pleased the Father that the fullness of God might dwell in Christ Jesus So when you see the face, man, this is crazy. We no longer look at his backside. Moses was shining with glory and he only saw his back. Imagine what it is when you see his face. Imagine what happens when you see his face. And so here's John in Revelation chapter one and he sees his face. And he falls over as if. We're dead. There's another time that you see this. You see it in the Old Testament. Second Chronicles chapter 7, actually, and chapter 5. Second Chronicles chapter 5 and chapter 7. And here's Solomon dedicating the temple of the Lord. And while he's dedicating the temple of the Lord, matter of fact, the Bible says that he had built a platform. And he used this platform to cry out to the Lord. And so here's the altar and the platform. He's praying on the platform and the altar is getting ready to be burnt up with fire. And he's dedicating this altar back to the Lord. He's dedicating this temple back to the Lord. The Bible says that fire comes from heaven and consumes the burnt offering. Man, man, I didn't know why the Lord was having me say this, but this is why. Tonight I had a message prepared and I wanted to share with you John chapter 11. I don't know if we're even gonna go there because I believe the Lord's about to do something amazing in here. John chapter 11, Jesus and Lazarus. Martha goes to Jesus and says, "Hey, if you wouldn't have been, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died." Jesus said, "Hey, if you would believe, you will see." Matter of fact, let me back up. Let me back up, because this is what he says first. This is this is why 2 Chronicles chapter seven is so important. What he says first is this: Jesus actually tells her, "Hey, I am the resurrection and the life." He tells her if you believe those that are dead will live again and those that are alive will never die. But then Martha comes back and says, Hey, Jesus, Jesus gets ready, tells him, to Move the stone. I'm getting ready to call Lazarus up out of there. He t- Martha comes back to Jesus and says, Jesus, he's stench he has a stench, he's been dead for four days. Now, Jesus says to her, I said that if you would believe. You would see the glory of God. This is why 2 Chronicles chapter 7 is so important. Because here it is that a burnt or a sacrifice has been laid before the Lord. This sacrifice is dead. <laughs> Woo, Jesus, I love the word of the Lord. This sacrifice is dead. But here it is, Solomon's dedicating this temple back to the Lord. Fire comes from heaven. The Bible goes on to say in verse in verse 2, 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 2, that the glory of the Lord filled the temple, so much so to where the priest could not enter. Didn't I tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of the Lord? What is he saying? because he did not say that to her actually. what he said to her was that I am the resurrection and the life in order to see the glory of the Lord you must die not a physical death but that old man that old man must die and then the glory of the Lord is released Romans chapter 12, verse 1, he says, I beseech you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, that you would present your bodies as a one, a living, oh my goodness, as a living sacrifice, this was after, Romans chapter 12 is so important because of Romans chapter 11. Romans, at the end of Romans chapter 11, you see them actually receiving salvation. And now he says to them, I beseech you therefore, brothers by the mercy, therefore, that you would do what? (laughs) He wants to consume you with total glory, with the fullness of God. While I was in prayer today, the Lord literally, it was almost like I saw you. When I turned around and worship, I knew it was you immediately. The Lord has something so special for you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yeah, I hear him just saying, I love you, Lord. I know you know it, he wants to remind you. You're mine. Sho yata. Yep, yeah, touch your Lord now, even now. Shoko rapa. So rapa na 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 na. Fresh oil. So Yo to na na na. ken Fire now. Fire. Fire. So yata. Fire now. Shoko rama na na na. Oh na 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 na, ra ta ta ta, woo show ra na na. There it is, receive it, receive it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Show oh rapa, so ra na na, take it take take take, ra na 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 na, oh na 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 na, oh now now now, Ho na 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 yo na na na, fire now. Oh, shoko ratata. Oh! Mana soko. Wow. 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 Shoda manada. There's more. There's more. There's more. Shora pa 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 pa. Listen. Listen, 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 listen. I want to ask this question. And we're going to have a little fun real quick. How many of you have been saved for five years or longer? Ten years or longer? Fifteen years or longer? Twenty years or longer? Twenty-five years or longer? Thirty years or longer? Mighty God. 40 years or longer. 45 years or longer. 50 years or longer. 55 years or longer. 60 years or longer. Mighty God. Wow. The Lord asked me this question. (laughs) He said, after all these years, are you still hungry? (laughs) Oh. <laughs> after all these years are you still hungry <laughs> wow and I told the Lord today like I, man, I tell you this right here Uncle John what I'm sharing tonight it, this thing wrecked me mm-hmm. there's such a cry from the people of God. You think that we've saw revival before? Yeah. (laughs) Today I was reflecting on uh, I like to study revival. So I I was looking at the Azusa Street revival and uh, Uncle John alluded that we We both come up out of Pentecostal Temple Church of God in Christ. The grand old Church of God in Christ. You know what? You can be seated for a few minutes. Wow. Wow. Yes, Lord. Lord Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The Lord says that he just wants to continue to fill your cup. Matter of fact, I hear the Lord saying specifically that uh, a lot of times, and I I think I saw you the morning that we came here, and uh, I just feel like the Lord is even saying that there are times that we serve and we're serving, and like our cup is not where we need it to be. I can remember growing up in church, I played the piano and the drums. And, uh, man, there were a lot of times I would just come and play just because I had to or just because they needed me. And I knew, like, if I didn't go, I didn't know what was going to happen to the church. (laughs) But then I came to a place where I was like, Lord, I want to be here. And and that only came when I began to get with him secretly behind closed doors and let him pour into me. It was that intimate time that I had with him that when I went to the church, I didn't care what they were doing. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they could be running around the church and I was. it was just me and I was playing some music, but they didn't even know I was at a whole nother different. And the Lord's saying that he's about to fill you up to overflow. Yeah. No longer serving from half full, full overflowing. Yes, Lord. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I want you to turn to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So, yeah, I like to study revivals. And uh, so I was looking at the Azusa Street revival. And uh, like I said, we, we both come out of Pentecostal Temple the grand old Church of God in Christ. And uh, if you know about the Azusa Street Revival, actually um, Church of God in Christ came out of there. So uh, Bishop Mason was partnered with William Seymour. A matter of fact, I believe he, he was one of his right-hand guys during this time. And so it, it's very special like just to see the, particularly that revival um, and the significance of it that it had on, on America. Because during that time, um, there was a lot of segregation. But hear this. Not only did the Church of God in Christ come out of there, but who knows about the Assemblies of God. The Assemblies of God also came from uh, the Azusa Street Revivals. As a matter of fact, uh, yeah, the Church of God, yeah a matter of fact, Bishop Mason, not only did he start the Church of God in Christ, but he was also one of the head planters of the Assemblies of God. And so it's pretty cool just to honor those, those moments. But also I look at like the Toronto blessing. Man. And these powerful moves. Each move of God had a distinctive characteristic to it. Had a distinctive characteristic to it. And I believe... Um, I'm reading this book right now called "Preparing for the Glory." As a matter of fact, John and Carol Arnott, who were the leaders of the Toronto Blessing, um, they released this book. And I tell you, when I read this line, I said, "Man, this—I know this is God. I know this is God." He said in the book, "It said that the next wave of glory was going." to derive or have the characteristic of God such as this, one word, holiness. Matter of fact, we've been in a series at at church that the Lord, I didn't even plan on talking about this, but the Lord was like, no, you're going to talk about it. We've been talking about holiness and that how can you even experience what is holy unless one be holy? Holy. How can you experience the glory? of This is why, this is why it's so important that we must die. I heard Uncle John say this before, that, that holiness actually stems from what? Righteousness. Righteousness is what? Right standing with God. And from right standing with God, the character of God is released in my life. And now I look like him. I act like him I talk like him I walk like him everything that he is I am and that is when you can experience the fullness of his glory and that's what we're gonna talk about tonight there is a cry that is coming from heaven to earth man I I don't actually I'm not even gonna preach with these notes I just there's a cry that's coming from heaven to earth and the cry from heaven to earth is, be ye holy, for I am holy. <laughs> be ye holy, for I am holy. And how can one walk holy unless you yield to what is holy? That's why Romans chapter 8 is so important. Romans chapter 8 explains to us, it starts out with first, there is now for no condemnation. Meaning, you're in right standing with God. It starts right there. There's now for, there's no condemnation for those that are what? In Christ Jesus. Who no longer what? Walk according to the flesh. But walk what? According to the spirit. So, in order for one to be holy, what's holy must consume you. In in other words, you can't do it. Not by yourself. You can't even, even at your best, you can't do it. And so, here it is. The the Bible is explaining, Paul is explaining to us that I don't walk in the Spirit Based upon something that I've done, I walk in the spirit based upon everything that He's done. And here's Romans 8, verse 5, one of my favorite verses. I say that all the time, and they laugh at me all the time. I just say it's my favorite verse, but it is my favorite verse. (laughs) Romans 8 and 5. For those who live according to the flesh, what? Oh my goodness. So if I live according to, if I'm allowing myself to lead me, then everything that I do will be fleshy. Look at somebody and say, I don't want to live like that. Whew. I don't want to live that way. I don't, that, that is not who God has, that's not who he's created me to be. That's not how he's created me to live. And So now here we go. They set their minds on the things of the flesh, but but those who live according to the spirit, what? The things of the spirit. What are the things of the spirit? Holy. <laughs> Everything about him is holy. What do the angels sing? Holy. It's the Lord, what God Almighty. Who was And is. And is to come. There's only one who's holy. And when that one gets inside of you. (laughs) He makes you holy. Wow. Wow. And then when you're made holy. You experience what? Glory. You experience glory. That's why here's John in John chapter 3 saying they're coming to him and saying this guy down is baptizing. Now the craziest thing is, is Jesus says I'm not even baptizing. It's really the decide, decide they're they doing their own thing. <laughs> but John understands he says this before he even says I must decrease and he must. Increase, he says this I'm just a friend of the bridegroom. Now, I got some best friends, right? And my best friends, when we were growing up, everything I did, matter of fact, y'all probably know one of them, Saxton Davis. He's really my cousin, but he's one of my besties, man. I got that's my, That's my dog. Everything, everything, everything that Saxton did or everything Saxton had, I had. And everything that I had, Saxton had. We made sure we was good. You know what I'm saying? We made sure. We, if Saxton was eating, I was eating. <laughs> Matter of fact, I was just telling Uncle John like two weeks ago. We, we, I remember de- stories down there at the barbershop. Saxton used to go buy some crabs. This one was bad. We was, we was pretty bad. Yeah. Saxton go down there and buy some crabs. He bring them back to the, to the barbershop. I'm looking like, Saxton, I, don't, I ain't never ate no crabs, bro. Saxon said, I'm going to show you. He'd throw the crab down on the ground and step on it. (laughs) I said, all right, bro. I guess that's how we're eating crabs. (laughs) Oh, man. But everything Saxon had, I had. And the Bible says "If if, why? Why? Because we're friends. Because we're friends. And I think one of the key problems that we're experiencing in church culture is that we don't understand that Jesus loves us so much to the place that everything he has, he wants us to have. Everything he has. Do you know that the Bible says that he owns the earth is the Lord and the fullness... he has it look at somebody and say it's yours Hallelujah. and hear this this is even more important the bible says that jesus grew in what stature Woo! meaning in other words the kingdom of god that was resting upon jesus grew the same spirit that was upon him he wants us to have expanding growing wow if god is endless if if god is endless then fullness actually means infinity if God is endless, endless, then the spirit that's in you has absolutely no limits. Ephesians chapter 2 that you might know the height, the depth, the width, that you would understand the Why? Because there's no end to it. It's ever increasing. And if heaven and hell are opposite, heaven is increasing and hell. In other words, in other words, in your life, in your life, you must decrease and he must what? Because everything about us pre-Christ is carnal. It's hellish. It's devilish. (laughs) Matter of fact, matter of fact, 1 John chapter 4 makes it very clear. Everybody every person. The Bible says, or is it James chapter 4? One of those two, I'm sorry. But it says, it says it like this. It says any person that can't even declare that Jesus came in the flesh demoniac. Matter of fact, we experience we go out on evangelism all the time. Uncle John, he was here with us one morning when we got to be encouraged by this guy named Scott and when we were going out there were people who were saying no to the word of God people saying no and I had to come to this understanding a while ago because I used to get kind of salty I'm like no, you ain't gonna tell Jesus no now? what you what you doing hold on brother <laughs> hold on I'm gonna you know I'm I'm about ready to swing on him I'm like hold on Oh, man. (laughs) I'm about ready to to release that that tongue with the sword. (laughs) And cut them up. No. But I had to come to this understanding that actually they need deliverance. Because if you can deny Jesus, there's something inside of you that's contrary to his kingdom. Matter of fact, we just passed Palm Sunday and this just came to me right now. But these same people who were praising him, one day and then the next day, crucify him. Could it be, could it be that we're experiencing church culture that one day, Jesus, 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 shouting and dancing and the next day living like hell. Man. Wow. I believe that's why we have a whole generation of people my age who don't come to church anymore. It's not that they don't want to come to church. It's that they don't want to live right. They want to come to church. They want the hype. They they want like this experience. Oh, touch me, Lord. Oh, Running around the church, crying at the altar. They love that. Let me get some prayer. But then the next day you waving around a wand with smoke coming off the end of it because you, you sage in your house to get evil spirit. You can't play with God. And that's the problem with the church. They're double-minded and everything in their life is unstable. Wow. Wow. There's a standard to glory. There's a standard to glory and the standard is this, holiness. Holiness. Man. This, this scripture, it might seem contrary to what I'm saying, but I want you to hear me out. Galatians chapter 3, I believe is verse 1. He starts out, Paul starts out and he's saying, if it has begun. Matter of fact, let's read it. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Verse 1. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the what? The truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as what? Crucified. This only I want to learn from you. Did you? So he's, as a matter of fact, he's playing with them now. This only I want to learn from you. Really? He don't need to learn nothing from them. He already know what's up. (laughs) This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law? Or by the hearing of faith? Verse 3. Are you foolish having begun in the spirit? Are you now being made perfect by the faith? Woo! Are you now being made perfect by the flesh? Now, why does he say law and flesh? Well, you have to go back to Romans chapter 7. And then you understand why he's saying law and flesh. Now, here it is the law is not evil. Matter of fact, the law portrays holiness. That's why Jesus himself was able to do what? Fulfill the law. Not do away with it, but fulfill. He was able to walk it out. Look at somebody and say, walk it like I talk it. Don't just talk that thing. You got to do it. That's why the Bible goes on to say, be not just hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Hear this. Works are not evil. The problem is this, this is why Paul is saying this, and my goodness, Uncle John, now you know I'm a teacher, a history teacher, and just today, I didn't know the Lord was going to have me pull this scripture, just today, in class, chapter 12, verse, uh, chapter 12.2, guess what we were studying today? The Roman Empire, and how the Roman Catholic Church took this Bible and tainted it. During this same time period, this is why Paul is presenting this. Thank you. This is why Paul is presenting this to them because this Roman church has now begun to tell them works gain you salvation. Works gain you salvation. Okay, so Romans chapter seven, he's talking about how the law was actually a good thing but when the law was given his the, the flesh started acting up so so in other words before there was a rule I was good but when the rules came now the flesh want to act up don't tell the church to go on no diet pest. <laughs> Because before the rules came, I could eat whatever I wanted to eat. But as soon as the diet comes, soon as the fast comes, now my flesh wanna tell me to eat this. Lord God Almighty, now I wanna have a double burger. (laughs) I didn't want that to hurt the last month. But now all of a sudden I want a double burger with cheese. In other words, in other words, in other words, I wasn't acting up this whole time. But soon as you put a word on it, everything inside of me wanted to buck against the word. And this is why, this is why, this is why Jesus comes. And he fulfills the righteous requirement of the law. And now we live by faith through Christ Jesus. I know this is probably just, you know, this is a, But we got to understand, we, sometimes we got to go oh, back, back, back. We got to take it back sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. And so here we are, Galatians chapter 3. He's telling them. Now, you got to understand now, Paul wrote these letters, but he had already been to these Churches and establish these places, so you know he didn't preach to them what he didn't preach to the Romans. He didn't get, he didn't gave them the rundown. Now he didn't, he didn't preach chapter Romans chapter seven to them. They didn't heard this, and now here they are, acting up, acting a fool. He's literally he, oh foolish, <laughs> 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 acting. <laughs> Acting a fool. Oh my goodness. <laughs> who has bewitched you? In other words, in other words, who came and preached something to you? A, a different gospel that has tainted your vision of what I've released to you. And I saw Christ. Now this is this is this is where the Bible tricks me up a little bit. And I'm like, well, how did Paul Say that he saw the crucified Jesus. How did how did Paul see the the Holy Spirit? Paul has spent when after Paul had that road to Damascus trip, he goes to Ananias, and then the Bible says this that he went and went away for what. Three years. So in these three years, it's safe to say, according to this scripture, that he has had a revelation or face-to-face encounters with the glory of the Lord, the manifest Jesus. Let's go to John chapter 14 real quick, and then we'll jump back to Galatians chapter 3. <laughs> oh, man. Let's start at verse two Twin, uh, let's start at verse 19. This is Jesus. He says, a little while longer in the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live, you will also. You will live also. Verse 20. At that day, you will know that I am in my father and you were in me. And I, verse 21, this is my, one of my favorite verses ever. Verse 21, he says, he who, keeps my, who has my commandments and what? Let's start that over. He who has my commandments and what? It is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by who? And I will, hear this, and what? And manifest myself to him. Why does Paul go away for three years? So he could pray the prayer that David prayed. I'll hide that word in my heart. That I might not sin against God. Why? Because he understood that if I could hide his word in my heart. Then he would manifest itself to me. Why? Because I was completely yielded to the spirit of God. We're talking about yielding tonight. Man, Jesus. All right, here we go. Galatians chapter 3. Verse 3. Are you so foolish, having begun in the spirit? Let's pause. Having begun. Now, let's go back to Romans chapter 1 now. For I am not a what? Ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, That's verse 16. For it is. Now let's go to verse 17. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. What? Pause. The righteousness of God is revealed. What? In other words. If my Christian walk or if me believing, it all begins with faith, then it continues with faith. And so here is Paul correcting them in Galatians, really preaching the same thing he just preached in Romans chapter 1. It began with faith. Now, what in the world are you doing? Who bewitched you? Who, Who turned you away from what I preached? I already told you. true who yeah who, who have you been talking to wow <laughs> come on are you now being made perfect by the flesh how could the flesh make you perfect how could the The same flesh that you were just saved from. He just snatched you out of darkness and pulled you into the marvelous light. And now you're running back. Doesn't this remind you of a story? Doesn't this remind you of a story in Exodus when the children of Israel are coming out of Egypt? And now they get. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Lord. And now they get to the Red Sea. What does the Lord say to them? They, they begin to murmur. They begin to complain. Oh, you brought us out here to die. Oh, we might as well turn us around. He says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord be what? Revealed. Who I, you got to hear this? salvation is a person. How do you know this? John chapter 1 verse 14 says that Jesus came and he was full of grace and truth. So, so, so in other words, he saved me. He came with saving power. (laughs) This is who he is. So, in Exodus, when he says stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord be revealed. What he's really telling them, in other words, is stand still and see Jesus. Stand still. Ooh. Who is the Savior of the world? <laughs> What's his name? Yeshua HaMashiach. Jesus the Christ. What? Oh my goodness. And what does that name mean? It's the same name. It derives from the same name that was carried by someone else. Joshua. Oh, my goodness. He leads them into what? The promised land. Now, hear this. Hear this. Man, I'm getting excited right now because I I didn't understand why the Lord was just showing me all this stuff today. But now it's just coming back up. Thank you, Lord. What happens when Moses goes into the tent to meet with the Lord? Moses comes out, but who stays? Why? Because that's what he was used to. His presence. The glory of the Lord made manifest. What did Jesus do several times? He went off by himself. (laughs) Why? Why? Because he was used to the presence of the Lord. That same spirit that's inside of you, the reason that it craves the things of the kingdom of God is because it's used to the presence of the Lord. That flesh craves what it craves because it's used to. Jesus declares that he is the doorway. Some people are just okay with getting into heaven. I I want what heaven has in me. When he says he's the doorway, I'm telling him back, well, Lord, I'll walk in, but I want something to walk out. Walk through the door but something got to walk back out with me and it's your spirit look at somebody and say I want him more than anything Jesus True. and this is what the Galatians they got bewitched because instead of, instead of desiring heaven They begin to desire this fleshly nature to be, you know, uh, man, wow. We're getting ready to pray, but I want to tell you this before we pray. As surely as heaven will release the power of God upon your life, you need to understand that the enemy will come with something that looks like He, he, Matter of fact, Ephesians chapter 6 says that you might be able to withstand the wiles. In other words, that you might be able to understand the tricks, that you might be able to withstand the tricks, the schemes. How? By the Spirit. By the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is inside of you. For you. He's on you. To be a billboard. He's, on, he's in you for you. So that you might be able to withstand. The wiles of the devil. In other words that you could be able to live a holy life. That you would be able to yield. To the Spirit. Why? Romans 8 verse 5. <laughs> Romans 8 verse 5. They that set their mind on the what? The flesh. Live according to the flesh. But they that set their mind on the what? Who better can reveal and understand God than the Spirit of God Himself? So many people are trying to figure out this without the Spirit of God. I don't even read my Bible until I sit down with the Lord and say, Holy Spirit, would you come in? You're the author. You wrote it. Reveal it to me. Show me how to live. Man. So many people are okay with living or trying to live a kingdom minded life without the spirit. Who does what? Renews my mind. How can your mind even think of the things that you hear this real quick? Creatives, you can't even be creative without the spirit. You can't start a business without the spirit. Because how can you have a kingdom-minded mindset unless the kingdom of God? But we're starting businesses. We're starting churches. Churches. Families. without the spirit so what are you getting the outcome of it is flesh and the bible says that no good thing dwelleth in the what and flesh can't even inherit his what glory you can't even inherit his glory he says, "Follow peace with all men, and holiness without no man shall what. See the Lord." Now, I, I actually was talking about this on Sunday. The amazing thing about that scripture is it starts out talking about something earthly. Well, really, it's heavenly, it's kingdom, but it's something that's happening physically here on Earth. Well then why would God change from directing us something physically on Earth to flip to like, "Oh, now this is something heavenly? He wouldn't do that. And many people interpret that scripture like, you don't live holy, you're going to hell. Well, actually, that scripture is really telling you, you don't live holy, heaven ain't coming inside of you. You won't see the glory of the Lord. He starts with this earthly, really heavenly kingdom principle that we can walk out on earth. Holiness without, or, 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 or what does he say? He says, follow peace with all men. Holiness without, no man shall see the Lord. If you want to see the glory of God, your whole life must yield to what is holy. That's why John chapter 11 was so important. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Then he comes back and it says, if you want to see, if you believe, you will see my glory. Can we move this real quick? I'm going to pray. Man, I believe the Lord's about to do something incredible. For the next few moments, man. Uncle John, I, I felt this earlier in worship when you were singing, You are great, you do miracles so great, there is no one else like you. When y'all were singing that, I kept hearing the word tent revival, camp meeting. <laughs> oh. I want you to lift your hands, and I want us to focus on Him. Like you, there is no one else like. Oh, can we get some strings on the piano? No one else like you. For You are great. Come on, sing that out. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. Oh, there is no one. Now, shh. bright Eye mystified, may we be just like a child. Staring at the beauty of our King. Bright-eyed, mystified, may we be just like a child. Staring at the beauty of our King. You are beautiful in all your ways. are beautiful and all your way may we never lose our wonder so last thing I want to share with you before we pray in Acts chapter 2 there were 500 that were sent to the upper room How do you know that? The scripture literally doesn't say that, but we know that 500 people were following Jesus after the cross. He commands 500 to go to the upper room. 500. How many people receive it? 120 received the promise. That means 380 people had something better to do. 380 people couldn't be obedient. 380 people decided that I wasn't gonna yield my time. That's, that's all it was, time. 380 people couldn't stand still, sit still to see the salvation of the Lord be revealed. 120 made up their mind that we wouldn't move until we see it. Now, really that's bigger than what we kind of say sometimes. Really what it was was this. They were completely yielded. They didn't just just stay. They were yielded. They were yielded. How can you receive the promise without first presenting the sacrifice? And the only sacrifice was yielding. That's always, if it began with faith, it will be walked out and it will end with faith. How do you know that? Because he's coming back and he's looking for one who has What? <laughs> sorry one more time can we just just strings just strings I don't I don't think he you know how to do it but yeah before we go further I want to make sure we get the atmosphere right come on pray out in the spirit come on come on come on pray out oh na 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 We give you all the glory. you are Lord you are worthy to be brave. now the Lord wants to touch you tonight Shorapa. fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit is here tonight filling you up with the fullness of God Shorapa. remember in Acts chapter 1 the disciples had already received the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that he breathed upon them. And he said receive. That's the first. Acts chapter 2. Holy Spirit comes down with flames of fire. Actually, not just one flame. But it was a flame that came down from heaven and dispersed. Dispersed. Acts chapter 4, they're baptized again in the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 10, again. The Lord just reminded me this. And this is why I talked about works earlier. This is so important. Do you know, this is why works are not bad. Acts chapter 10, this man who was working, the Bible says that he was giving alms. He was giving alms and he prayed daily. He was giving alms, fasting, and he prayed daily. The two things that come up before the Lord. Now, this is crazy. because I, I, That's why I didn't say fasting at first because I forgot about that. But the two things that come up before the Lord. And this is how you know that fasting and praying are coupled together. Because when it came up, when the Lord says, when the angel comes and says hey your works these two things he said he said your alms and your prayers have come up as memorabilia or as a memorial before the Lord and then and then Peter has a vision and then Peter comes to the house to preach And as he was preaching, the Holy Ghost came and filled every person that was listening to him preach. Your works, look at somebody and say, your works are not in vain. But it's the consistency. (laughs) You want to know (laughs) you want to know why you're still waiting on that fresh outpouring because you ain't consistent do you consistently yield trust you to wake up at 5 a.m. Consistently. He can't trust you to when he calls you in the middle of the night, hey, get up. I want to spend time with you. He can't trust you. It was the consistency of what he was doing that advanced him spiritually that here he is what do you think he was praying for? To experience. <laughs> to experience the God that he was praying to. And tonight that's what's about to happen. So what I want to do. If you would stand. So Sora to to, wow! If you want a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit, I want you to line up in this middle aisle. Don't wait, move now! Come on, move, 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 move. Shoto Uncle John and Auntie if y'all can stand on this time, we're gonna do a fire tunnel. So rapa kiashi come on, baby. So rapa pa na 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 nama. So ko rapa. So rapa na na nama. So da da na baby. Oh na 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 Sho ko rapa yatanana. I'm gonna pray and then we'll just we're gonna just bring him on out this way. and This could get messy. But I don't want you, listen, I want you to focus on Jesus. Jesus is the baptizer, He's the one who wants to touch you tonight. If you're in the aisles, if you're coming, I want you to focus your mind. Come on, even now, even now. We're moving with expectation and anticipation the expectation is that we're about to receive a fresh baptism from the Holy Spirit the anticipation is Lord do it now Lord do it now Lord do oh, fire waves of glory come on pray out church pray before we lay a hand, come on. It must be a unified cry. Oh, na, 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 na. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, na, 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 na. Like you did before. Like you did before. Like you did before. Fresh fire. Fresh fire. Come, 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 come. Oh, na, 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 na. Fire. Shokande de So. Come come, yo do robos shake da da Fire, sho da Sunday. Oko rapa, fire, sho rapa Sata. Oh, oko rapa, yana soko rapa. Ora tanana nama Sunday. Come 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 come. Fire, fire, Soko rapa. Oh now 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 now. Fire, 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 fire. Oko rapa Yatana na Sunday dey. Sho rapa Sunday